We are all born with a purpose, yet identifying what that is can be very challenging. It can be even more challenging to find purpose in your business. So, is it possible to find purpose in your business and make profit at the same time? Not only is it possible, but a business led by purpose can be even more profitable than one that is simply led by profit. Join Robert Fukui as he explores how to be purpose-led and profitable while making a positive impact in your community. Good morning. This is Robert Fukui, your host of the Purpose and Profitability Podcast, where we believe that having a profitable, purpose-led business can lead to community transformation. Hey, everyone. Happy President's Day. It's, uh, I guess we're observing uh, Washington's birthday today, and I think next week is Lincoln's birthday. We were actually supposed to be going out skiing today, but uh, with all the snow and rain that we've had here, even in Southern California and the snow in the mountains, or some of the roads are closed, and the place we were going to go skiing with was, so uh, we're going to have to postpone that. So anyways, even though technically I was going to be off today, I figured, well, let's hop on this morning and have a podcast that I wasn't originally going to, I wasn't originally planning to do, but anyways, it's a great time. Hey, never let any um, opportunities or issues uh, spoil uh, spoil a good time. So, hey, happy President's Day. And so in honor of President's Day, I thought we'd uh, title this podcast on Lead. And basically, it's around unlo- unlocking the great leader that you are all called to be as, as business owners that Typically, at least, it's business owners are listening to this. But I know there's other people that maybe have management positions uh, or maybe not have uh, uh, titles of like leadership type titles, but you're all um, called to be a leader in some form or fashion. So in honor of President's Day, let's look at the makeup of a great leader and see what type of you fall into. Because in researching great leaders like George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, so since we are celebrating President's Day, uh, it's clear that great leaders are not like cookie cutter. Like uh, They come in all shapes and sizes and backgrounds. So I hope this is encouraging to you that basically you have what it takes. So, you know, we all tend to have an idea of what a great leader looks like. And we try to fit into that kind of that mold, so to speak. But the reality is they come in all shapes and sizes. And so it's important to really understand the, your, your own makeup, your own strengths, your own gifts, and, and lead from who you are, not what you think a great leader is like. Like I have a, had a client and we we're talking one time and he was, he was saying like he wasn't a great leader and, uh, or a good, he might even said even a good leader, not even great. He just said, well, he didn't even think he was a good leader. And, uh, you know, he built this uh, multi-million dollar company from scratch. And uh, I think I might have mentioned this at a, at a previous podcast, but you know, I'm looking at him and I just asked him, "Well, what do you think a great leader looks like, or what is what is that like?" And so, you know, he had this idea in his head, and it's not very it's uh, it's not uncommon that we all kind of have this idea of what a great leader is. It's that person that maybe like a uh, uh, a John F. Kennedy, you know, how he gets up and he has these great speeches and he inspires people and so forth. Um, a great an extrovert, um, and so he had this idea, and I I said, "Look, man, you you built this." multi-million dollar company from scratch you can't be that bad <laughs> you are definitely a good leader um you just have to understand you know how you how you lead you know it's not based on what you think that you have this ideal that you have but you you are a great leader in your own right so the key thing is then for all of you listening is to understand just how you lead and we'll kind of start to unpack that and so let's look at george washington you know let's take a look at two good leaders George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, both very different. So George Washington um, came from a well-to-do family. They're landowners and 
unfortunately, slave owners as well, but they had a lot of money, right? They're business owners, farmers. And then when he married Martha, he married even into more money. And he was, uh, Washington was known for his military exploits and, and wartime leader, of course, and became the first president of the United States. Uh, clearly a, a great leader, um, came from, I guess what you would say, uh, from a background that would probably um, produce a great leader, so to speak. Uh, but then you look at Abraham Lincoln, and it's kind of the complete opposite. Um, his family wasn't, wasn't rich. Um, they did okay, but they're definitely more on, on the poor side. You know, that's, it's very famous that he was born in this one room log cabin. Um, Lincoln was self-taught. Um, he was a, a voracious reader instead of wanting to go outside and play or especially anything physical he just didn't like. And so he was known more for his intellect than his physical abilities. Um, very cerebral guy, very, and also very introverted. And so here we are, two great leaders, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, both come from completely different backgrounds. And even as they rose up to the ranks, did it in a very different way. And Washington was very much more that charismatic leader in a way that he was more, uh, he led through actions, right? He wasn't necessarily known for his words. We don't really hear a lot of great speeches, although he had some, but definitely from his actions, he was a wartime hero. He was a general that led from the front. He was out there on the front lines uh, doing what's best for his people for his men. Um, and then you have more of the, on the flip side, the introverted leader like Abraham Lincoln, but who did inspire through his words because he was a cerebral person. He could craft a great speech. So basically this is just, when you just look at these two great leaders, it's clear it doesn't matter what kind of personality type you have or what kind of background you have, but everyone has a potential to be a great leader. So whether you're introvert or extrovert, it doesn't matter. I think when we think of great leaders, we think of, we think that they should be extroverts. Right? And even sometimes the leaders that we see that we think consider that extroverts are actually introverts. I mean, if you were to hear Lincoln's speech in person, I mean, definitely an inspiring speech. And so being out there in public, you would assume that they are introverts, but that are extroverts, but that definitely isn't the case. See, introverts doesn't mean you can't get out in public and speak, right? Or even be a good salesperson. You know, when I, I come from a sales background and you know, when you look at all the sales award winners, some of them are introverts and some of them are extroverts. It completely doesn't matter. It doesn't mean you can't get in front of people and speak and get it, get it up in front of public. Um, you just kind of learn, you know, as an introvert, you just kind of have to learn to deal with it because you don't like to be up there in public. I mean, we have, my wife and I have these funny arguments every once in a while. She think, considers me an extrovert and I said, no, I'm an introvert. You know, I just rather just stay and and read or do something in my office at my desk or at the computer or whatever. Um, but, you know, but I've learned over the years, especially through my sales background to, to be more, um, a little bit more outgoing and, and to be with people and, and be able to speak in front of public and all that kind of stuff. Right. So th those are some of the skills that just can be learned. So it doesn't matter if the introvert or extrovert, um, you know, George Washington was fine being in the front, as an extrovert, um, but Lincoln would rather read as an introvert. Um, and in honor of Black History Month, I'd be remiss without uh, mentioning a great leader. And, you know, we typically you would think of Martin Luther King, that very charismatic person that was out there in the front and leading, uh, leading groups and, and doing speeches, public speeches and so forth. But the person I want to talk about is Rosa Parks, who was an introvert, who was uh, by all accounts shy, and she was famous for what she did, not so much what she said, 
right? We all know uh, that she refused to get up in the bus. And that's kind of what sparked another movement. So she's a great example that you don't even have to be in a position of leadership, like through title, whether it being a manager or CEO, president, or being the owner of a big business. So you don't have to necessarily even have to have the title of leadership to be a great leader. So in this case, just leading by example, she inspired people to do better. These are some examples of, of leaders and they have different types of personalities and characteristics, but there are some common characteristics of great leaders that I wanted to kind of end with. And so uh, some of the common characteristics of, that great leaders have are, number one, they, they build trust. Right? Think about this. You, you only want to follow someone that you trust. So they have this ability to build trust in people. Number two is they surround themselves with people better than themselves. So, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, so basically, you know, great leaders are very kind of self-assured. They're confident in themselves and they don't get uh, intimidated by other people's greatness. Uh, So they surround themselves with better people that are better themselves because, you know, no matter how great you are as a person, that's your own ability. You can only take an organization as far as your own physical limitations. So it's important as a business owner, as a manager, a company, or even if you're not necessarily uh, in a position of leadership, but you have the ability to develop teams, you know, surround yourself with people that are more skilled and gifted in various positions so that you can take your organization to a whole nother level. You know, and that takes being uh, really confident in your own self and not being intimidated by people that are better than you. You know, that's uh, how, where a lot of organizations fall and suffer because the business owner or the managers are too intimidated to hire good people, right? I've, I've seen that happen. Number three is great leaders, they relate well with people. And it's not just by being a good communicator um, and just, you know, talking to people, but it's really about doing good by people. You know, making decisions that are best for everyone, not so much just for yourself. For the for the business at hand, but but making decisions that create win-win situations, right? So relate well with people, and that of course will build trust. And then number four is uh, great leaders are uh, are people of great character. They do what they say, and so um, really important to just you know I guess be intentional about that thing about thinking about your your character is. Is do you do what you say? Um, you know, sometimes we have the best of intentions, but for whatever reasons, like things get in the way and maybe we don't follow up on a, a promise or, you know, something we told somebody we would do. Uh, really be very intentional about following up and, and following through with the things that you are saying and that you're promising. And number five is uh, inspire those around them. Great leaders inspire those around them. It's whether it's through their words or, th- or through their actions. They inspire others to be better. And you talk about building trust. You know, that, that was the first characteristics I, I said is building trust. When you relate well with people, when you do good for other people, and you do what you say, you stick to your promises, and you inspire those around you to be better people, you will build that trust. So, yeah, so I think really some of these uh, characteristics are really sub-bullets of trust, building trust. Great leaders build trust. So what I like to end with is that, you know, you're all, you all have a, a great, a, an ability to be great leaders. You, have all, you all have what it takes to do all these things. Right? It just might take being more intentional with your gifts um, 
and just start to assess your own strengths and weaknesses and figure out how you inspire others, whether it's through words or through your actions. Assess what you're really good at and then the areas that you might be weak in. Well, those are the areas where you surround yourself with better people, right? So assess those skills and your gifts and your talents. And, and then you may need to refine some of these things, but if you take the time to continue to improve upon your own giftings, um, then eventually, and you already, I know you are inspire people to be great in some form or fashion anyway. I think there's people around you that I know trust you and listen to you, right? Whether it's family members or some friends, uh, people within your business, if you're a business owner, of course, you know, you are always, obviously always interacting with them. But And you already do things to inspire people to be great in some form or fashion. Now it's a matter of kind of honing in and being more intentional about uh, about doing this on a greater scale. So if you do that, if you just take the time, and you set, as you set your gifts, you can take the time to continually improve upon what you're really good at and how you inspire others to be great. Um, you're going to take your organization to a whole other level. So happy President's Day, and thanks once again for listening to the Purpose and Profitability Podcast. If you have any other business questions or topics that you'd like to hear more about, email me directly at prosper at i61businessdevelopment.com. That's prosper at the letter I, the number 61, businessdevelopment.com, or go to the Facebook page, Purpose and Profitability. And tune in next week as we go live once again. And thanks again for listening. This is Robert Fakui, and remember, purpose plus profit equals transformation. God bless everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit purposeandprofit.com.